0: chapter one of tommy smith's animals this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by betty b tommy smith's animals by edmund Silas. the meeting the owl calls a meeting and has an idea they all think it good though it sounds rather queer there was once a little boy named tommy smith who was very cruel to animals because nobody had taught him that it was wrong to be so he would throw stones at the birds as they sat in the trees or hedges and if he did not hit them that was only because they were too quick for him and flew away as soon as they saw the stone coming but he always meant to hit them yes and to kill them too which made it every bit as sad as if he really had killed them then if he saw a rat He would make his dog run after it and if the poor thing tried to escape by running down a hole he and the dog together would dig it out and then the dog would bite it with his sharp teeth until it was quite dead it never seemed to occur to this boy that the poor rat had done him no harm and that it might be the father or mother of some little baby rats who would now die of hunger even if the rat got away he would whip the dog for not catching it yet the dog had done his best for of course dogs must do what their masters tell them and cannot know any better it was just the same with hares or rabbits squirrels rooks or partridges indeed this boy could not see any animal playing about and doing no harm without trying to frighten it or to hurt it when the spring came and the birds began to build their nests and to lay their pretty eggs in them then it is dreadful to think how cruel this tommy smith was he would look about amongst the trees and bushes and when he had found a nest he would take all the eggs that were in it and not leave even one for the poor mother bird to sit on when she came back indeed he would often tear down the nest too after he had taken the eggs perhaps you will wonder what he did with these eggs well when he had brought them home and shown them to his father and mother who never thought of scolding him or to his little brothers and sisters for he was the eldest of the family he would throw them away and think no more about them if he had left them in the nest then out of each pretty little egg would have come a pretty little bird but now for every egg he had taken away there was one bird less to sing in the woods in the spring and summer at last this boy became such a nuisance to all the animals round about that they determined to punish him in some way or other they thought the first thing to do was for all of them to meet together and have a good talk about it in a wood not far off there was a nice open space where the ground was smooth and covered with moss here they all agreed to come one fine night for they thought it would be nice and quiet then and that nobody would disturb them as perhaps they might do in the daytime so as soon as the moon rose they began to assemble and i wish you could have been there too to see them all come sometimes one at a time and sometimes two or three together the rat was one of the first to arrive and then came the hare and the rabbit arm in arm for they knew each other well and were very good friends the frog was late for he had had a good way to hop from the nearest pond where he lived so that his cousin the toad who was slower but lived nearer got there before him the snake had no need to make a journey at all for he lived under a bush just on the edge of the open space all the little birds too had gone to roost in the trees and bushes close by so as to be ready in good time and when the moon rose they drew out their heads from under their wings and were wide awake in a moment the rook and the partridge and other large birds were there as well and the squirrel sat with his tail over his head on the branch of a small fir tree then there were weasels and lizards and hedgehogs and slow worms and many other animals besides in fact if you had seen them all together you would have wondered how one little boy could have found time to plague and worry so many different creatures but you must remember that even a very little boy can do a great deal of mischief perhaps there were some animals that that little tommy smith had not hurt because he had not yet seen them but these came because they knew he would hurt them as soon as he could and besides they were angry because their friends and companions had been ill-treated by him at last it seemed as if there was nobody else to come and that everything was ready still they seemed waiting for something and all at once a great owl came swooping down and settled on a large mole hill which was just in the middle of the open space now the owl as perhaps you know is a very wise bird and for this reason all the other animals had chosen him to be the chief at their meeting and to decide what was best to be done in case they should not agree amongst themselves. He at once showed how wise he was by saying that before he gave his own opinion, he would hear what everybody else had to say. Then everybody began to talk at once, and there was a great hubbub, until the owl said that only one should speak at a time, and that the hare had better begin, because he was the largest of all the animals there. So the hare stood up, and said he thought the best way to punish tommy smith was for every one of them to do him what harm he could for his part he was only a timid animal and not at all accustomed to hurt people still he had very sharp teeth and he thought he might be able to jump as high as tommy smith's face and give him a good bite on the cheek or ear and then run off so quickly that nobody could catch him the rabbit spoke next and said that he was just as timid as the hare and not so strong or so swift. All he could do was to go on digging holes, and he hoped that some day Tommy Smith would fall into one of them. The hedgehog then got up and said he would hide himself in one of those holes and put up his prickles for Tommy Smith to fall on. This would be sure to hurt him, and perhaps it might even put one of his eyes out. The rat thought it would be better if the hedgehog were to get into Tommy Smith's bed so as to prick him all over when he was undressed but the hedgehog would not agree to this as he did not understand houses and thought he would be sure to be caught if he went into one well then said the rat if you are afraid i will go by myself for i know the way about and are not at all frightened in the middle of the night when it is quite dark and when tommy smith is fast asleep i will creep up the stairs and into his room and then i can run up the counterpane to the foot of his bed and bite his toes why his toes said the weasel i can do much better than that and if you will only show me the way into his room i will bite the veins of his throat and then he will soon bleed to death that would be taking too much trouble said the adder coming from under his bush you all know that my bite is poisonous well i know where this bad boy goes out walking so i will just hide myself somewhere near and when he comes by i will spring out and bite his ankle then he will soon die the birds too had different things to suggest some said they would scratch tommy smith's face with their claws and others that they would peck his eyes out the frog wanted to hop down his throat and choke him and the lizard was ready to crawl up his back and tickle him if they thought that would do any good at length when everyone else had spoken the owl called for silence and then he gave his own opinion in these words i have now heard what every animal has had to say and i have no doubt that we could easily hurt this boy very much or perhaps even kill him if we really tried to but would it not be a better plan first to see if we cannot make little tommy smith a better boy many little boys are unkind to animals because they know nothing about them and think that they are stupid and useless if they knew how clever we all of us really are and what a lot of good we do i do not think they would be unkind to us any more i am sure that they would then have quite a friendly feeling towards us but they cannot know this without being taught tommy smith's father and mother ought of course to teach him but as they will not do so why should we not teach him ourselves to do this we shall have to speak to him in his own language as he does not understand ours but that is not such a difficult matter to us animals i myself can speak it quite well when i want to for i often sit on the trees near old houses at night or even on the houses themselves and i can hear the conversations coming up through the chimneys that is why i am so wise so i can easily teach all of you enough of it to make you able to talk to a little boy my idea then is to teach little tommy smith before we begin to punish him and it will be quite as easy to do the one as the other only let the next animal that he is going to kill or throw stones at call out to him and tell him not to do so this will surprise him so much that he will be sure to leave off and then each of us can tell him something about ourselves in turn in this way he will get such a high idea of all of us that he will never annoy us any more but treat us with great respect for the future all the other animals thought this was a very clever idea of the owls and they agreed to do what he said before trying anything else so they begged him to begin teaching them the little boy language at once, all except the rat, for he knew it too, so that they should lose no time. This the owl was quite ready to do, and he taught them so well, and they all learnt so quickly, that when little Tommy Smith got up next morning to have his breakfast, there was hardly an animal in the whole country that was not able to talk to him. End of chapter 1